Okay, we're finishing off our series on Kaas. Um, I want to just mention a couple of different ideas, Be'ezah Hashem, just to finish off. In Parshas Vaira, the, uh, the Torah tells us, Ki Bepama Zois, Anishalach, Alibcha, Vavoyda, Ba'atzmacha. So the Me'amloyah says a very interesting thing. The Me'amloyah explains that the Rabbani Shalom wanted to really t- teach us how to work on anger and patience, which obviously goes hand in hand. Um, and how a person should learn to work on patience in place of anger in the parasha. And he says like this, the Me'amnois explains that even though the mitzvah already deserved to die after treating the Rabboni Shalom's children so harshly, nonetheless the Rabboni Shalom withheld his anger, Kaviyachal, and instead of killing them first, killed their animals before he killed them. And the Medrash explains that what the Rabboni Shalom was trying to teach was as follows. That the Rabboni Shalom was saying, learn from me. Don't Act out of anger when something upsets you. Be in control of your emotions, be in control of your anger, and don't let your anger be in control of you. And that is a very important thing that we've been mentioning in the last few days, that we've been talking about, of course, the highest level is never to get angry, right? Never to be upset by what someone does for you. And we said already yesterday, one of the tips for that is to realize who's running the world. Who are you? We spoke about the three lines that the king wrote. And when a person realizes that everything is done by the Rabboni Shalom, it makes a very, very big difference because then why should something upset you? If I remember correctly, and correct me if I'm mistaken, the Rambam says, and we spoke about the Rambam in Hilchus Deus, that when it comes to anger, a person should take the other end completely and not go with the middle path, which is something you normally do with other, other character traits. But if I remember correctly, the Rambam also says that there is nothing in this world that should ever get a person upset apart from death. And if a person dies, that is, you know, some kind of justification for a person getting upset. Otherwise, apart from that, there is nothing really in this world of something that should get a person upset. Why? Because in the big picture of things, if we realize who's running the world and how our world is running, so we're going to talk about that tonight, Be'ezus Hashem. So then, a person, why are you, why are you getting angry? It's beyond your control. HaKadosh Baruch is running the world. The way he runs it is perfect and he has a grand plan that we may not understand. Why are you getting angry? The answer is you're getting angry because you don't really believe and you haven't worked on your Emunah and Ashkacha Protest enough to realize that whatever happens to you, whatever someone says to you, whatever someone does to you is a result of Hashem. And therefore, yes, everyone has Bechira, everyone has free will, and they can act in a way that's such a way, but in the end of the day, the Rebunshim is never going to bring on someone something that's not justified that he doesn't deserve. I want to tell you the most beautiful idea I heard a number of years ago in the following way. When the Torah instructs us to build the Mishkan, coming up soon in Sefer Vayikra, we're going to be going through the parishes of the Torah that talk about the Mishkan. And this idea is an incredible idea. Maybe we'll mention it again by one of the parishes. It's such a powerful idea. When the Torah instructs us to build the Mishkan, the Rebbe gives us specific instructions how to build the Mishkan and the utensils within the Mishkan. Now the Oron, as you know, was made up of three layers. It was a layer of gold. It was inside a layer of wood. And inside that was another layer of gold, right? In other words, the wood was sandwiched in between two layers of gold. Now, gold and wood are two very different types of materials. Gold is a solid material. It is what it is. It, it, um, 
it, it can't really be, sh- I mean, it could be shaped, but it, it basically is what it is. Wood can be shaped in a way that, you know, it can even grow, and, and the way you shape it can also be sometimes the way it grows in a certain shape. Gold is what it is. Yes, you can melt it down and shape it, but it is what it is. It's a stone. It's basically, it is. Whereas wood can sometimes be shaped in a certain way. Chazal tell us that the Mishkan is actually an image of ourselves, right? Right? I'm going to dwell within them. What is within them? That the Mishkan represents every single one of us, which means that every human being is also meant to build himself in a way that the Rabbi Shalom can reside within him, just like the Rabbi Shalom wanted to reside within the Mishkan. In the Sifri Kabbalah, they say as follows. They say that the inner layer of the Mishkan and the Oran represented, that was the gold, represents something solid. Something solid that doesn't change. What's that? That's the Neshama. The Neshama that every single one of us have is solid. It cannot be changed. It's pure. That's gold. That's the innermost layer of the Oran in the Mishkan. Right? However, sometimes a person strays. Right? He can do tshuva. And therefore, gold is also changeable. You can melt it and you can change it. The next layer is wood. Now, the next layer of wood, that's our inner selves. That's our thoughts. That's our ideas. It's something that an outsider can't see. It's only within ourselves, right? That's the uh, middle. That's the wood. The outer layer of gold is the way we communicate, right? It's the way we act to people, right? It can be shined, like gold could be shined. It's the way that we can act. It can also be shined to the outside. It can look gorgeous. It can look glittery. But if a person is not working on himself, if a person does not improve him on his character, on his middos, and everything else, so then the second layer, the wood can rot. Gold doesn't rot. Wood rots. That's the inner layer. If you're not working on yourself, you're not working on your ideas, on your thoughts, on your personality, on your character, then the, the middle layer can basically internally rot in that way. You may have a beautiful gold exterior that looks very nice to the outside, to people, but inside, you're not such a nice person. And that's why it's so important for a person to realize, to work on himself, and to work on these middas that we're saying over here. We've, we've said this once before, and I'm sure everybody here has heard this marshal, but I think it's worth repeating. The marshal of the butterfly. Where the butterfly, as we know, that comes and emerges out of a cocoon. And the way that it emerges it out is a very interesting way. Is that the only way there was a, a guy who was walking and he saw a cocoon, Right, they saw that there was like wings, and, and it was trying to get out. So he said, "Oh, never! This poor little animal is not able to get out. I feel so bad for it." So he took a, a knife or scissors and he started cutting the shell. And like, "Okay, look here! Now you can get out now." And it wasn't coming out. And he realized afterwards that the only way a real butterfly, a beautiful, colorful, vibrant butterfly, can emerge from the cocoon is by pushing and working and, and instead a lot of effort. That effort causes it to, that the wings have kayak in order to fly. Without that effort, it will never be able to fly. And therefore, we're exactly the same. We're exactly the same. We require that effort of trying on working on ourselves. And when we do that, we're able to emerge as a real person that's able to fly off and become the person we want to become. But if we think that we can do that without effort, it doesn't work. That is what it is. We should know as well. We should realize that anger, by the way, causes a lot of physical ailments in the body. It causes stress. It causes problems to the heart. It causes problems with, with people's sleep. 
headaches. Rahman al-Islam, people can get stroke from these things. When a person gets angry, it not only affects his inner self, but it actually uh, mirrors and reflects in his outer self and it actually affects how his body actually works as well. And that is basically the idea. You know, people will give up so much for anger. Just to give one example, though we mentioned this a couple of days ago, right? The story in, I think it was Philadelphia, right? How a guy can get into an argument with his neighbors about snow on his front lawn or whatever it is and end up killing them and himself, right? Now, we're not going to take a ride from a guy, a guy, a guy. But that, that is anger. That is pure anger. Anger caused lives to be lost. There are people that lose their relationship with their wives, with their children, with their, with their workmates, with their friends, with the people that's close to them. Why? Because they got angry. Rabbi say, there is a lot that we can lose by becoming anger, becoming angry. But there's also a lot that we can gain by working on ourselves not to become angry. And I think in the bigger picture, if we realize and we work on ourselves to understand that we get angry, and we met this a couple of times the last few sessions, that we get angry because we don't realize who's running the world. We get angry, and we've said, we've said this right at the beginning, which is why I said I don't believe there's a person in the world that doesn't get angry. How did I say that? Not because I looked up the statistics. I don't have them. I said because I said, why does a person get angry? He gets angry because his wants and his needs don't get met. I said there's not a person in the world that doesn't have wants and needs. Everybody does. And I don't believe everybody has their wants and needs met either. If that's the case, there's an opportunity for many people getting angry. But in the bigger picture, we look at why we get angry. And we learn to calm ourselves down. We learn to take the eight that we said yesterday, which was to wait. Wait a little bit. Have patience. I'll get angry soon. Often you'll calm yourself down and look at the potential damage that a person can do when he gets angry, what he can lose out, what he can give up on just by getting angry. So then a person, Be'ez HaShem, will try to work on this midah, try to think that next time a person angers you, next time a situation angers you, think about what you're doing to your inner self, what you're doing to your image, what you're doing to the wood layer inside you, what you're doing to other people, the damage that you're doing to other people. Work on your anger, think about it, and Be'ez HaShem, we know, that if a person works on himself and he tries which means that if you come to purify yourself they come and help you the Gemara Makas Tafiyud tells us in the way you want to go they're going to take you asks the Marshan Makas Tafiyud what does that mean they're going to take you who's going to take you so he says that means that when a person wants to get to a certain place he wants to get to a certain level a certain madriga he has to work on it First, you try. The Rabban Shem will do the rest. But is Hashem, if we work on this and we realize the detrimental effects that it can have on ourselves and our relationships, then Be'ez HaShem, next time something happens that we're going to get angry, we're going to be calm about it, we're going to withhold ourselves, and maybe we'll even get to the level that things won't even anger us, because we'll realize that the Rabban Shem sends everything for us to work on ourselves, to become a better person, and Be'ez HaShem, if we do that, I guarantee you every single person will have better relationships with their, with their spouses, with their workmates, with their friends and family. Be'ez HaShem, we should be Zoycha, all of us, to conquer our anger, work on our personality, work on our cells and our midas, that Be'ez HaShem, we will come out and emerge as we started with the Vilna Goin told us that the entire purpose that we were created in this world was Tikkun Amidus. If this is what we were created for, and as the Mesut says this world is just a corridor to the next world so then this is the, our opportunity to work on our Amidus, to work on ourselves that when we come to the next world, we would have worked hard, we would have worked on ourselves, we would have perfected ourselves, that is Hashem, the Abba Shem will give us to become a perfect person.